Well, hey, friend, if loving your Bible includes hearing preachers preach the Bible, then you better make sure you're hearing a guy who actually preaches the Bible. Well, hey, friend, welcome back to the Love Your Bible podcast. Hey, today we're going to see that all preaching is not created equal. Uh, So last week we talked about, hey, if you want to love your Bible well, if you want to love God, serve people, live a life that matters, it's important that you actually hear the preach word of God. So we talked about last week, we looked at Nehemiah chapter 8, and we saw that God not only gave his people a book, he gave them preachers of the book. We see this all throughout the Old Testament. Um, He gave Moses a covenant, he gave him a law, but he also gave the people prophets so that the prophets would preach the covenant to them, that they would reinforce the covenant, they would remind the people of the covenant. So Israel didn't live off just written down rules and regulations, but instead they lived under the voice of the prophets. The prophets were the preachers who preached the word to them, and God has ordained it like that, that all throughout his people, he has used preachers uh, to form and keep his people. So, hey, you need to hear good preaching. That's one of the things, as a Christian, you need to be under the regular preaching of God's word. But how do you know that the person you're listening to, whether it be podcast or TikTok, YouTube, Instagram story, or at the place that you go to, to corporate worship, how do you know that real preaching is happening? Because there's actually good preaching and there's really bad preaching. And so what we're going to talk about today is what exactly is expository preaching? Now, you might have heard that term. You might not have heard that term, Um, expository preaching versus non-expository preaching is what we're going to talk about today. So just a little, um, just kind of to wade into expository preaching. Okay, just you can think about that word, expository. You're going to expose the word. Okay, it's preaching that is word-driven. It's preaching that exposes the word, non-expository preaching. It's not really exposing the word. It's kind of using the word. Okay, so there is preaching that preaches the word. There's preaching that uses uh, the word to really preach your own words. And so we're going to talk about the difference between those two uh, today in this episode because I want you to hear not only preaching, but good preaching. And good preaching is not just that um, the guy tells great stories and is a great orator. No, it's going to be, what is he doing with the text of scripture? And so I want to give an illustration at the very beginning, and then we're going to walk through um, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and chapter 4, a few verses there to really highlight what preaching is. But I want to give, I want to give you a metaphor to think through, and it has to do with a swimming pool. Okay, so if you want to know what good preaching is, you need to think about a swimming pool. Now, Jim Shaddix, um, my preaching professor, he uses this example in how good preaching takes place and how bad preaching takes place. And he gives an example of three different swimmers that are at a swimming pool. And I want you to think about how each one of these swimmers corresponds with their use of the Bible. Okay, so this is going to make sense when we get the illustration. So here's the first swimmer. Okay, so the first swimmer or the first preacher, he's going to use the Bible like a diving board. Okay, so you can imagine this guy goes for a swim. He's at the pool. The The Bible in this illustration is the diving board. So what the guy does is he gets up at the beginning and he reads a text, just like the diving board. He reads a text to jump into the pool, but the pool is really just his sermon. And the problem with the guy using 
the Bible like a diving board is he reads the text to jump into the sermon, but then he never references it again. He doesn't read it again. It's just the thing he gets started with, and then he goes into his own tangents about whatever he wants to talk about. So I'll give you an example. Um, I apologize if you uh, are a Joe Olstein fan. Uh, I'm not. And if you've lasted this long in the podcast, <laughs> you're probably not a huge Joe Olstein fan. But when I was in seminary, I would listen to him because time and time again, I would have to kind of critique him and tell people, hey, he's not preaching the real gospel. He's, pe- he's preaching a false gospel. He's preaching this prosperity gospel. But I found myself critiquing him, but not really listening to many of his sermons. So I made it a point to every single Monday when I was traveling to Jackson, Tennessee for class, I would listen to a Joe Olstein sermon. And what I found out is Joe Olstein would start his sermons holding up the Bible, having everybody recite how important the Bible is. And then he would read a verse And then he would just take the next 30, 40 minutes and talk about what he wanted to talk about, which basically was something to do with you need to have faith and you're going to get rich and everything's going to go great. But he would use the Bible and he would start with it, but then he would leave it as soon as he started his sermon. So that would be an example of non-expository preaching. Okay, starts with the Bible, but then soon deviates from the Bible into the direction the preacher just wants to talk about. The second example is this preacher uses the Bible like pool furniture, okay? So here, um, the preacher might read the Bible as he gets into his sermon, and during the sermon, he's swimming around in the pool. The pool is his own sermon, his own thought, his own idea, but every once in a while, he's pulling in verses. So he might have a TV up on the stage, and he's pointing to uh, verses. There's several different verses from several different places. And you kind of begin to see all of these verses are backing up what the preacher wants to say. What the preacher says is not really coming from a certain text. It's not coming from a certain passage of scripture where the sermon is actually what God wanted to say. The sermon's what the guy wants to say. He's just using a lot of verses to back it up. So you can imagine the guy swimming around pointing to a bunch of verses, but really the message is a cute little series that the pastor came up with that he knew he needed to get some verses to make it, um, well, biblical. So, and this isn't always terrible, but if you're on a diet of this kind of preaching, it's not going to be best for your soul. So what is good preaching? Okay, what is expository preaching? Well, here, Jim Shaddix would say, in good preaching, in expository preaching, the Bible is the pool. So I want you to think about how different that is. Okay, so in this example, the preacher, he jumps into the Bible. The Bible is the pool, and the pool is the thing he swims around the entire time. So the the whole sermon is the pastor swimming in the text of Scripture, and everything he says is coming from the Scripture. Everything he says enhances, drawn from the Scripture. It's enhancing the Scripture. It's explaining the Scripture. The whole sermon You are listening to a pastor swim through a text of Scripture to tell you what God has said. Everything about the sermon is tied to the actual words of Scripture. So we can see way different in those three preachers, right? One guy jumps off the diving board and then does his own thing for 40 minutes. The next guy jumps in and does his own thing for 40 minutes, but he also points to a lot of different Scriptures to back up what he wants to say. The the preacher who really preaches God's Word 
He's the guy who jumps in the pool, jumps in the text, and spends the entire time swimming in the text. Yes, he's giving illustrations. He's making application. He's he's trying to explain it. He's pulling other stuff in. But the entire sermon is built from the text of Scripture. He's not just using Scripture flippantly to prove whatever point or whatever direction that he wants to go in. So that's what expository preaching looks like. Okay, Christopher Ash would say that expository preaching brings out of Scripture what God by His Holy Spirit has breathed into Scripture. So that's the goal. You're bringing out of Scripture what God has put in there. Um, David Helm says, it's empowering preaching that rightly submits the shape and emphasis of the sermon to the shape and emphasis of the biblical text. So I love that definition. Put very simply, that your sermon should have the same shape as the text you're preaching. So the shape of the text becomes the shape of the sermon, or as Mark Dever will say, the main point of the text is the main point of the sermon. That's how you know if you're listening to good preaching. The main point of the sermon is actually the main point of the text, that what God has said is what the guy is saying to you. Now, where do we get this? Why is this important? Well, 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, beginning in verse 16, says this, All scriptures breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent equipped for every good work. So Paul is talking to Timothy, and he says, Look, all scripture, it's breathed out by God. That word is theopanustos. It is literally God breathed, that God spoke the scriptures. God breathed out the scriptures. Therefore, the Bible is God's divine authority. It's God's very word. So if you're a preacher, why would you want to do anything else but preach the divine authority of God? Why would you want to give your people anything else but the word of God? That's why expository preaching, it rightly believes that God's power comes from God's word and God's authority is found in his word. So we better be preaching the word, not our words based on the word. But the actual word is what the people of God need. And notice, it is profitable. What is profitable? The word of God. It's profitable for teaching. It's profitable for correction, reproof, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. So what's going to complete a Christian? What's going to equip a Christian for every good work? It's it's not some great series about how to do friendship better or some great series about how to have your best life. No, it is the Word of God that is completing you and equipping you. So what you need to hear more than anything on a Sunday is the Word of God. So following that, in chapter 4, right after saying, hey, God breathed out Scripture Chapter 4 says this, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. So notice what Paul just told Timothy. He says, here's what you need to do. Because God breathes scripture, you need to preach the word. Not preach a sermon based on the word. Not preach words based on the word. No, preach the word. Like your subject for your sermon should be the word of God, taking the shape of a passage and making it the shape of a sermon, taking the main point of a passage and making it the main point of your sermon. Why? Because you want people to hear and know what God has said. And notice just how he references. He doesn't just say preach the word. He says, I charge you. 
in the presence of God and of Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he's about to tell Timothy to do something. He says, hey, by the way, I'm telling you this in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus. And then he goes on. Who is to judge the living and the dead? Like, by the way, if you just remember, like I'm, I'm telling you in the presence of God and his son Christ. And by the way, they're going to judge the living and the dead. And then he goes on. And by his appearing and his kingdom. So I'm going to tell you something, and it's based on God being here, and God's going to judge, and Jesus is coming back, and his kingdom is coming. So he's mounting all of these things for Timothy to be like, oh, man, what are you about to tell me, Paul? Like, this is a big deal. Here's the charge. Three words. Preach the word. That's the charge. That's the charge to Timothy, a young preacher, a young pastor what is he to do well he's supposed to first and foremost preach the word because it is the word of god that does the work of god because we know that the word is it's scripture it's breathed out by god it's profitable it's good and what people need is the word of god so if you're a believer and if you're a pastor listening then then please heed this charge and preach the word Don't think about this Sunday, hey, I wonder what message I'm going to come up with. I wonder what people need to hear, and I'm going to go grab some verses and try to back it up. No, grab a passage of Scripture and study the text of Scripture. See what God has said, and then tell people what God is saying now based on what God has said. (laughs) Like, study the text and preach the Word, because what people need to hear is the Word of God. He's telling Timothy, you have an obligation. The obligation is to preach the word because people need to hear the word. Here's the reality. If you're a believer and you want to love your Bible well, you need to read it, you need to study, you need to memorize, you need to pray it, but also you need to hear it preached to you because something special happens when God with his Holy Spirit and his servant who is the preacher, when that preaching event happens, God does something special in the lives of his people. So you need preaching if you're a believer. You need weekly preaching to your soul. But the reality is not all preaching is the same. Not all preaching is equal. You need somebody who's going to preach the word to you. That's going to make the Bible come to life. Not just use the Bible, but soak in the Bible and swim in the Bible and show you the Bible. So that's what expositor preaching is. It's communicating the Bible. What God has said and what God is saying so that those who hear will worship God, trust Christ, and walk in the Spirit. Hey, I hope this Sunday, or whatever you're listening to, whatever you're watching, I hope you hear preaching. But I hope you hear good preaching. Because good preaching is good for your soul.